Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll continue our celebration of Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and then we'll talk about Twitter's change in policy regarding hacked materials. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. The Georgia Department of Human Services suffered a data breach. Information for children and parents were accessed by criminal hackers. Georgia DHS officials said that between May 3rd of this year and May 15th, cyber criminals managed to gain access to several employees' email accounts. What makes this story even more troubling is that for 12 individuals, psychological reports, counseling notes, medical diagnosis, and substance abuse information was also included. Our next story comes from the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, or the OCC. The OCC fined Morgan Stanley $60 million dollars for its failure to properly decommission multiple business data centers that stored sensitive customer information. According to the OCC, Morgan Stanley failed to effectively assess or address the risk associated with the decommissioning of its hardware, that it failed to adequately assess the risk of using third-party vendors, including subcontractors, and failed to maintain an appropriate inventory of customer data stored on devices. This story is important, and it's also a reminder that while most people think about data breaches as hackers breaking into a company's systems, how people handle and destroy data is very important. If you keep unsecured files around, there is a potential for unauthorized people to access this information. And we should be conscious about what information we provide to others and how we keep it and how we keep it safe. Our third story comes from Bloomberg. Almost 2,000 Robinhood market accounts were compromised in a recent hacking spree that siphoned off customers' funds. So why is this story important? Because Robinhood stated that this attack only impacted a couple of accounts last week. It's not uncommon for companies to not know the full extent of a data breach when it first happens. What makes this breach notable is that for some of these accounts, they were accessed despite the fact that these customers had two-factor authentication. Finally, and most important, there was no one for people to call about their accounts being drained. Instead, customers were forced to send messages to the company via social media. Our final story comes from the Associated Press. Iran's cybersecurity Authority acknowledged a cyber attack on two governmental departments last week. The attack occurred Tuesday and Wednesday. What's notable about the report is that the agency actually acknowledged that something happened. It's very uncommon for countries to acknowledge that they were a victim of a cyber attack. 
while Iran did not state who they believed was responsible for this attack, we will certainly be following this story to see if there is some kind of response. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams and schemes that you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to the FBI, the FBI has warned that scammers are attempting to defraud the public by exploding the COVID-19 pandemic. Scammers are fraudulently soliciting donations from individuals, groups, and areas affected by COVID-19. The FBI is advising that if you receive an email purporting to be from a charity, do not click any of the links in the email. Check to make sure that the name of the organization matches a real organization instead of a name that's similar or close. The FBI also recommends avoiding paying by gift card or wire transfer. Instead, credit cards are safer. Our next piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from ZDNet. Microsoft has released its monthly batch of security updates, known as Patch Tuesday, which has patched 87 vulnerabilities across a wide range of Microsoft products. Some of these patches are for major vulnerabilities, so make sure to update your devices. Please stay safe out there, or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step kid and protect your neck. Last week, we talked about October being Cybersecurity Awareness Month, so I thought we'd keep the party going and talk about this week's theme. This week's theme is securing internet-connected devices in healthcare. IOMT, or Internet of Medical Things, is a growing area with a value of $44.5 billion in 2018, and this industry is expected to keep growing to $254 billion in 2026, according to Health Tech Magazine. We see these devices all around, whether it's connected glucose readers, internet-connected scales, heart rate and blood pressure monitors, or even your Apple Watch. It's important to protect these devices. We can do this by making sure that we always update our devices. We should also understand what type of information we are providing to these devices and limiting what we choose to provide. Finally, for devices that are in hospitals and clinics, we should make sure that those places have cybersecurity and data privacy protection plans and that they actually follow the plans. So let's talk about our main topic today, which is about Twitter's changing of its policy when it comes to sharing hack materials. Twitter blocked links to a New York Post story about Joe Biden's son. The New York Post story was about alleged emails of Joe Biden's son. The story was blocked because of Twitter's policy that prohibits sharing people's personal information. However, that decision received harsh criticism from conservatives. In response, Twitter adjusted its policy and it will only remove material directly shared by hackers and those working with them, and it will label tweets rather than banning the links from being shared on Twitter. This story is important because there was a wave of criticism of how social media companies responded to WikiLeaks dumps of emails from the Democratic National Committee and its impact on the 2016 election. As we head up to the election, 
it's important for these companies to have consistent policies, but also understand how their platforms can be used to spread information and disinformation and its potential impact on voters. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award I want to hand out, and it's the Don't Let Twitter Cost You Your Job Award. This week's award goes to C-SPAN political editor Steve Scully. C-SPAN suspended Mr. Scully indefinitely after he admitted to lying about his Twitter being hacked when he was confronted about a questionable exchange with former Trump aide Anthony Scaramucci. So what exactly happened? After the president criticized Mr. Scully, calling him a never-Trumper, Mr. Scully tweeted, at Scaramucci, should I respond to Trump? Scaramucci, a former communication director for the president and now a critic of Mr. Trump, advised Mr. Scully to ignore him. That tweet caused some backlash, especially because Mr. Scully was scheduled to moderate the second debate. But instead of owning his tweet, Mr. Scully said that his account was hacked, joining a long list of celebrities who claimed that they were hacked after getting in trouble for a tweet. Oftentimes, the denial is worse than the actual offense. Twitter is a wonderful place, but please don't let it cost you your job. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.